You are listening to episode 463 of the Latina Mom Legacy podcast. Have you ever wondered what type of legacy you want to leave for your kids? What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want your children to take with them to pass down to their kids? In this episode, I give you six tips for creating an impactful legacy for your children. Join me as I dive into what creating a legacy means, when and how you can start, and how you can make a lasting difference for your kids and your community. Plus, I share how you can take part in my latest free masterclass that will help you raise bilingual kids with confidence. Yo, a Latina mom, bilingual parenting educator, and now author, Jenny Perez, te invito as we take a closer look. Así que no te lo pierdas. Hola, hola, ¿cómo estás? I hope that you're doing well. I hope the life is treating you kind. Welcome to another episode of the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Perez, coming to you from my home in New Jersey. Oh my goodness, uh, lots of stuff going on this week. Today, I'm going to talk about how you can create a lasting legacy for your kids and what that really means and what that entails. So I'm gonna give you a few tips on how you can do that. But first, I have a few things for our community list. Um, so first, our bilingual parenting support group, our meetup is happening April 29th, and that's gonna happen virtually at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time. If you have taken uh, the online course, How to Raise a Bilingual Spanish Child Practically, my online course, this is part of the course. Um, so we meet up every month and uh, this month's meetup is happening again Saturday, April 29th. It's your opportunity to bring your frustrations, your celebrations and questions and to see how, how you're progressing. Again, this is totally free when you are a part of the course community. Next, May 6th, I am hosting a free masterclass. This masterclass is the four-step process to raising bilingual kids with confidence. These are the four needed steps to raising bilingual children that won't stress you out and will keep you consistent in the long term. So I'm excited to share that with you. That masterclass is happening Saturday, May 6th at 12 p.m. Eastern. 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can sign up at calendly.com forward slash me legacy spelled M-I-L-E-G-A-S-I. If you cannot make the class, don't worry, no te preocupes. You can access the class for free on demand at me legacy.com M-I-L-E-G-A-S-I.com. You can just scroll down and you'll see a link that says sign up to access the free video training now. This is something that I've been working on because my goal is to empower you as a parent to raise bilingual Spanish children. So I'm excited to be able to offer this free masterclass. The On Demand is a recording of me and it it's the same content that's going to happen in the live masterclass. The only difference is that for the live masterclass, I'm going to be live. <laughs> and you'll have the opportunity to ask me any questions as far as bilingual parenting is concerned. I'm gonna try to keep it down to an hour, but you know, I always like to go over because we start talking and, but the, the class itself is about 45 minutes long and we'll leave about 15 to 20 minutes for questions. So be sure to sign up if that is something that you care to, um, you care to do. Next on my list is this Saturday, April 22nd, you have the Los Angeles Times uh, Festival of Books. This is, oh my goodness, I'm really sad that I'm on the East Coast that I can't attend this event this year, but it's on my list for next year. So I hope to be able to see you out there next year, definitely. But be sure to check out my stories this week because I'm going to be posting and reposting just events of some of my friends that are exhibiting at, at the festival. 
So please be sure to to support them and check out their booths. I would have to take like $500 to buy books. <laughs> Just kidding. But still, I would take like maybe 100. I really would because I love books. And this is an opportunity to get exposed to so many wonderful authors and children's books and bilingual books. And, you know, it's a way to support nuestra comunidad. So if you don't know about it, get your tickets. It's going to be a fun, fun, fun event for, for you to attend. And like I said, it's on my list next year. Next year, I promise you're going to see me there. I mean, what else? What else? Quick shout out to Johanna from Literacy Landscapes for having me on her podcast this week. I am on episode nine and we talk about literacies when it comes to bilingual children and bilingual parenting. And we talk about my book and we have a great conversation. Uh, be sure to check that out. I'm going to have a link in the show notes or you can just Google or, you know, in the podcast, in your podcast platform, just put literacy landscapes and uh, you can uh, take a listen to that interview. What else do I have on the list? What else do I have on the list? Um, if you bought a, a book and many of you have mil, 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 Mil gracias. If you found the book helpful, this is like the biggest ask for today. Can you please leave a positive review on Amazon? So Amazon will not show your books unless they get reviews. Like I think you have to have like 10 or 20 reviews in order for it to like pop up. Uh, you have been very supportive in purchasing the book. So mil gracias. If you found the book useful and helpful, then that that is my request today. If you can just take a minute to just hop over to Amazon and leave a positive review. Uh, so yeah, so I hope to I hope to see some reviews this week. Finally, I have to share with you. So I have to tell you that I got my results back from the colonoscopy. So last week, I told you that I had the colonoscopy done to see what's been going on. And they did some biopsies and for a few days, I wasn't feeling well. But I got my results back. And let me tell you, I am clean as a whistle. <laughs> like there is nothing wrong with me. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. But I do feel very good. I do feel almost like my normal self. It's still very questionable, like why I have this like, nuanced pain on my right side. I still don't know what it is. They still don't know what it is. I still have to get more blood work done. So it's still a TBD. And I know it's not in my head. <laughs> I know my body. I know my body. But uh, I don't know, maybe it was like some sort of bacterial infection. I don't know if I had kidney stones and I just passed them. To be honest, I have no idea, but I am feeling much better. And so far, so good. So knock on wood. I'm in good hands, I should say, with my creator. Y nada, pa adelante, pa adelante. Today, I want to share with you how you can begin to create a legacy for your kids. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode today was because my mommy is coming in a few weeks. And, you know, she hasn't been feeling so well. And every time we talk, I miss her so much. And I think you start thinking when your parents get old, you start thinking and you start reflecting back on your life with them and all the things that they've taught you along the way. And as, especially as you get older, you start to apply some of these things with your children. And you realize that your legacy is not something that happens at the end of, the, of, of your life. Your legacy is something that is ongoing, that you choose to create while you're living. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to create a lasting legacy for your kids. Bueno, espero que te guste. Ciao, ciao. So let's talk about legacies. What really is the legacy? A legacy is basically your imprint, the imprint that you want to leave in society, the imprint that you want to leave for your kids, what you want to be remembered for. 
Creating a legacy for kids means leaving a lasting imprint or impact on their lives that goes beyond the present moment. It goes beyond now. It means setting an example and instilling values that they can carry with them throughout their lives and pass down to future generations. A legacy doesn't happen at the end of your life. It happens while you are living. And creating a legacy for kids means being intentional about the impact you want to have in their life and you, what you want them to remember and what you want them to then pass down, hopefully to future generations. Leaving an impactful legacy means that you can create change in your children and you can create change for future generations. And the idea is that as we continue to grow and go past generation, that we continue to improve from where our ancestors came from. We continue to improve and we continue to hold on to all those things that serve us, but we do not pass down the things that don't serve us. Ultimately, we want to grow as human beings, right? So there are many ways that you can create a legacy for your kids. One way that you can create a legacy for your kids is with your values. Think about the values that are most important to you. Think about what your parents instilled in you. Is it honesty, perhaps kindness, generosity, hard work, self-care, loyalty? I know that some of the values for that were passed down to me, like from my dad, was the hard work ethic. My dad worked a lot. He was very poor, came from nothing. And my dad saw the world and that was not given to him. That was something that he worked very hard for. And growing up, he always said, you know, you can have anything that you want in life, but you have to work hard for it. For me, sometimes that becomes a little bit of a struggle because you have to make sure that you take time for yourself and it can't always be work. You have to be intentional about the time that you take off. You have to be intentional about setting time aside for your family and for yourself. But hard work is definitely a value that was instilled in us from the beginning. From my mom, I got generosity. And for her, it meant that if she had a piece of bread, half of it would go to somebody that didn't have any bread. So growing up, she always would, you know, help people in the neighborhood, anybody that would come to the house that didn't have food, like she would always like give them food from the fridge. Like these were things that were very present growing up. And these are things that I make sure that I share and I pass down to my daughter, Victoria. And it's interesting because I think from our spouses, we get certain values that perhaps were not instilled upon us. So like my husband, he's such a loyal friend. My husband has friends from childhood. I mean, friends from when he was like five years old, they're still friends. I mean, my my husband is 50. And I mean, people that he's known for over 40 years, I mean, and he calls them friends, and they are his friends. My husband has friends all over the world. And to me, it's incredible to see that that loyalty, because we grew up from one house to another and I did have friends, but I didn't have like lifelong friends that I can say like my lifelong friends are, are my family, my brother, my sister. But as far as like growing up, like I don't remember anybody that I grew up with. Like I don't have that type of, of relationship. So to me to see that through him is very valuable to me. And it's it's something that he makes sure that our daughter Victoria understands the value of being there for your friends and showing up for your friends. And eso es algo muy bonito. You can also create a legacy by building upon family culture and culture can be tied to your traditions. It can be tied to your heritage. 
This can include anything that relates to where you come from, where your family comes from. Think about uh, las tradiciones de Navidad. Think about things that you did growing up. Perhaps you celebrated 4th of July in a certain way. Perhaps there were certain foods that accompanied certain events or certain traditions. Perhaps there are birthday traditions. Like all these are part of your family culture and heritage. You can take your traditions, you can take all the things from your culture, and you can also create your own. I know one thing that I've mentioned here before is like our Christmas traditions. So I'm Colombian. I grew up eating pernil, arroz, frijoles uh, for Christmas Eve. And when I met my husband, because he's Bulgarian and they have Bulgarian traditions, they do a vegetarian dinner. So no meat, <laughs> no meat on Christmas Eve. So we compromised. And because I wanted to make sure that his culture was present in our home, then what we did is I compromised a bit. So Christmas morning, Christmas Eve morning, I do natilla and buñuelos, which is very much a cultural uh, Colombian thing. And then Christmas Eve, we have traditional Bulgarian Christmas dinner. And, you know, we bring our American traditions. We make Santa cookies. And that's something that we do along with the natilla and buñuelos. So we make sure to take the parts that we really treasure and cherish and, and we make them our own. Uh, but we make sure that we still honor our heritage and our, and our culture while creating our new traditions. Another way that you can create a legacy is by passing down language. Now, language is tied to culture. It's tied to identity. Language is tied to emotion. And you can pass down language, whether it's English or Espanol or perhaps your spouse's language. You can pass that down to your children and it gives them a point of connection, not just to you, but it gives them a point of connection to their history and their family. If you think about going to your heritage country, whatever that heritage country is, and you think about stepping on that land and being able to speak the language, being able to associate with the language, being able to understand the nuances of the language, and being exposed to that brings you a sense of connection and belonging, right? Same thing with our kids. When we expose them to language, a little bit of us gets passed down to them. And a little bit of their heritage, of their history, gets passed down to them. And when they set foot on these lands, on our heritage lands, they can more easily identify with the land, with the people, with the culture, because they have an understanding of the language. It doesn't have to be perfect, but at least if they have an understanding, they will have a stronger sense of connection. And that is a way that we can create a legacy for our children. Legacy is also creating a financial legacy for your children. And creating a financial legacy for your children means educating them in terms of finances, in terms of money. It's leaving the next generation better off today than we were yesterday. So we want to continue the cycle of growth. And when it comes to leaving a financial legacy, it means educating our children. It means empowering them. It means empowering ourselves and detaching all those negative beliefs that we have associated to scarcity, detaching ourselves from those limited, limiting mindset and beliefs that we come from in order to create that financial growth. And when it comes to leaving a financial legacy, education is at the very top. You have to be able to empower yourself with education. 
Know what your 401k is. Know how much money you're putting into. Know what is your interest rate that you're paying for your credit card. Know what your family home is worth. Know how much interest you're paying. Know how much uh, money you're paying in taxes. Know how much you have to save to put down for a down payment. Starting a business is a way that you can leave a financial legacy, something that your children can pick up and then carry on. There's so many ways that you can invest. You can teach your children about saving and the power of interest, how it can work for or against you. There are so many ways, but at the very top, it's educating yourself so that you can make your money grow and eventually you can then pass that down to your children, that knowledge, that education, so that it's not just about passing down money because money comes and goes and anybody can blow off a uh, $100,000, a million dollars if they're not smart about it. But it's passing down that knowledge. And if you don't know that knowledge, it's getting educated and learning from people that do have that knowledge so that you're able to share that knowledge with your children so that they can make their money grow for them as well. One of my favorite uh, people to listen to is uh, Jen Hemphill of Her Dinero Matters. She loves to educate and empower Latinas and women in terms of uh, financial literacy. So that is a podcast that I highly, highly recommend, Her Dinero Matters. Another way that you can create a legacy for your children is by giving back and teaching them to give back. Think about all the wonderful people that are no longer here with you, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's um, somebody that you admired, maybe a celebrity, maybe a philanthropist, uh, maybe a politician, who knows? Think about somebody that you admire that's no longer here on earth, that's no longer living. Now, think about what they did for you and what they did for their community and what they did for society. Most of the time, the people that we, we tend to remember the most are people that impacted our lives in some way. It doesn't mean that they necessarily gave us money. It doesn't necessarily mean that they lavished us with wonderful gifts. Many times, it's what they did to uplift us, what they did to our community, with our community, to make us feel seen, to make us feel heard to empower us. So when we're creating our legacies, we want to keep that in mind. What do we want to leave behind for our community? How do we want to uplift our community? And it, it doesn't mean that you have to take on this big job of being a community leader. It could be something as simple as being there for your neighbor when your neighbor is sick. If your neighbor is sick and you know they're sick, you know, hazle una sopita, mandale una sopita. That's creating change. That's doing something that is not for yourself. That's doing something for somebody else. We live in a world where it's all about me, 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 me all the time. And while that's great, and while yes, you are you and you are first in your life, of course, but think about the impact that you can leave in other people's lives and how you can uplift the community and how you can create change, even if it's small change in the world. And this, let me tell you, this leaves such a huge impression on your children and it helps them become more empathetic. It helps them see the world differently it helps them not become selfish, not become spoiled brats because they're not always thinking about themselves. It's very easy to live in a bubble, but we do not live in a bubble, people. We do not live in a bubble. We live and function as a society. Unless you're down in a bunker and you're listening to me in a bunker somewhere, <laughs> we live and function as a society. So think about ways that you can give back and giving back 
just because you want to give back, not giving back because you expect something in return. Because it's not tit for tat. It's giving back because porque te nace, porque te nace del corazón. When you're able to give back to your community, when you're able to give back to the people around you, when you're able to give back, when you can think of others, guess what? That's going to make you feel great too. So it's a win-win. And this is definitely something that leaves a lasting impression in children. Both my mom and my dad were givers. Both my mom and dad were very generous people. They were generous with what they had. They were generous with their time. And this is something that I treasure to this day and I value so much, is making sure that people that tend to not be seen are seen. And that was something that my dad instilled in us. So my dad always had gifts for the garbage men, for the postman, for his community uh, service workers, anybody that touched his life during the year for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, my dad always had a little something for them. And it's a way, again, it doesn't have to be something big, but it's a way for you to tell these people that are in your community that provide a service for you, that you see them, that you acknowledge them, and that you thank them. So for me, this is one of the best ways that you can create a legacy uh, for your kids is by giving back. Another way that you can create a legacy for your kids, and this one's a lot of fun, is by passing down your stories, passing down your family's stories and memories. Sometimes stories are painful and sometimes we don't want to share them and sometimes we don't want to pass them down. And I understand that. But there is power and there is value in even some of those sad stories. Because out of those sad stories, you get resilience. Out of those sad stories, you see a bigger picture and you understand where your family comes from. So my mom had mentioned pretty recently that one of the reasons why she stopped going to school, my mom went uh, to school until she was in third grade. And one of the reasons why she stopped or I should say the reason why she stopped going to school was because she lived in the mountains in the time and she had to walk a mile to go to school. Yeah, just, you know, like, like you hear it. <laughs> she had to walk a mile to go to go to school. And one morning she was walking to school and a man grabbed her and he tried to rape her. And she decided after that incident that she was never going back to school. I recently, my mom is in her 70s. I, I just found out about this very recently. And it made me understand why she had so much fear for going back to school. She always wanted to go back to school. She always wanted to get, and my mom is like a fierce woman. Like she's very like street smart. So she always wanted to go back to school, but she always had a hesitation. She always had a fear. And now I understand why she had that fear attached. And it was because of that incident. So it's when we hear these stories, when we, we hear even these painful truths that we understand, we begin to see the big picture and understand where we come from and what beliefs we come from and things that get passed down. So my mom was always super protective of us, again, within reason. And I understand now. I understand why she was that way because, you know, obviously of the of the things that happened in her life. But when we pass down stories, when we pass down stories of triumph or even stories of resilience, of struggle, we get to have a stronger connection with our family. We get to have a stronger connection with our culture. We get to have a stronger connection with ourselves and our identity. And we get to understand why we do things the way we do, why we are the way we are. 
again, we bring a lot of things with us. A lot of things have been instilled from us from our families. And those things were instilled from their families and so on and so on, right? So we want to make sure that we acknowledge these stories by passing them down. By passing down these stories, we are passing down life lessons and opportunities for growth. So passing down these family stories and experiences is another great way to create a lasting legacy and impact for our children. So just to quickly recap different ways that you can create a legacy for your children. One, think about the values that you want to instill in your children and pass down. Think about your family culture and heritage. Think about passing down a language. Think about your financial legacy. Think about giving back and passing down your family stories. Those are six ways that you can create a lasting family legacy for your children. I would love to know how you would like to leave a lasting legacy. If you're a Spotify subscriber, I'm going to put a question and poll to see how you would like to leave a family legacy. I hope that you found value in today's episode. Again, I am Jenny Bittis. It has been a pleasure to be here with you. And if you found this episode helpful and if you liked it, please be sure to share it with a friend. And let's continue to create these Latina mom legacies across the world. Un beso bien grande, un abrazo, and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast. Como siempre, mil gracias. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at the Latina Mom Legacy or at Mi Legacy. You can also sign up for La Lista and stay up to date with everything that's going on by simply clicking on the show notes in your podcast platform or visit thelatinamomlegacy.com and click on today's episode. You'll also find links to today's recommendations and show special. Finally, want to support this podcast? The best way to show your support is to write a review. Reviews are a way the podcast can get visibility and power other moms like you to connect, create, and carry on our Latinx heritage. Un beso, un abrazo, y hasta la próxima. Ciao, ciao. What do you want your legacy to be?